You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. No. Not dribblers in a Hello Sport dribbler, I hope. People that inbox players. Why did you even tell your kids about your multi? Thanks, my kids are crying. My kids are crying? Bro, that's not Whiten's fault. Oh my. That was their lunch money this week, mate. Two minute noodles this week because you couldn't get over the line, huh? I can. That was all one multi, actually, though, depending on... I was depending on... You know what? That's probably true, and that's dark as fuck. That's so like, dark. But it's like, fuck that guy. Yeah, hey, fuck don't that. put all your fucking kids' lunch money on white and first try score, any time try score. Put some of it on. Put, like, you know, put their recess money on there, but don't put lunch as well. No, not lunch. Lunch has always been more important than recess, <laughs> even though I preferred recess because I got better stuff. Recess is when you get a treat. Lunch. Well, is that's when, when like, I got like shapes and tiny teddies. That's what I mean. Right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But whereas lunch was like a sandwich, and I was like, so better cuisine. This better cuisine. Recess, and that's probably what. But but like, it's probably the best one to put on if you're going to put it on the multi. What are you saying? No, I'm just saying I liked recess better. <laughs> but like, I, it, my recess, the stuff I had for recess would have been better enjoyed at lunch because you got a longer period. But I couldn't wait that long. But also, yeah, but it wasn't like that. Like, you've got a longer period there and it's got to get you through the rest of the day. So, like, Tiny Teddies for lunch is a fucking, probably a, not the best call. But they are for recess. They are for recess, though. What time was recess? 11. 10.45, 11, I think. Is Great that right? Time. Great time. Yeah, it was. And because you only then, you had like an hour before lunch. It was like, you come back after, it's like an hour and a half. It's like, that was easy to get through recess and lunch and then... Once you've hit lunch, the day's over, essentially. Day's over. Day's Basically, over. like, when you hit a Tuesday. If you day's hit a Tuesday, over. the week's over. Did we get recess in high school? Yeah, we did. Well, like, like you were a boarder as well, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got recess. Remember, it was done outside the kitchen. Oh, it was too. Yeah. And you only get one good thing. Sausage rolls. Yeah, sausage rolls. But then sometimes they'd be like, here's a Mars bar. It's like, fuck, you didn't, you didn't, you know, you didn't try too hard today. Like, I'm not complaining <laughs> about a Mars bar, but, like, you're just giving me a fucking Mars bar here. Like, Everything like, they gave us was, like, cold, except for the... Like it had just come out of the freezer. Except yeah. for the... No, yeah. sausage rolls weren't. But everything else was. That's um, by the bar. Yeah, yeah. Are we complaining? Are we, uh, are we ungrateful? Yes. But we digress. All right. Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Coming to you today, punters and dribblers, live but pre-recorded from Bloke in a Bar Studios. That's right. Kempi has been kind enough to... Uh, allow us to, to come in here and sit on these plush couches, filmed D or Dave's here, Matt, producer Matt, not super sick producer Dave, Matt, producer of the studio, but now basically because he runs a studio, is already or more senior than Dave, which is... Dave's being demoted. <laughs> now, is that Dave's fault? Oh, I'll leave that up, leave to, that up to everyone else. But, <laughs> but he's now second in charge <laughs> to Matt. So... <laughs> You know, Dave didn't realize what he was walking into today, no. and it he was didn't realize day. he was getting demoted. <laughs> he didn't realize. He probably thought that you know, new studio, new title, new role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He maybe, probably thought maybe promotion, even maybe a promotion. <laughs> sorry, sorry, went the other way. It went the other way. Went the other way for Dave, um, but uh, we still. And that's love not him. your fault. No, it's that Matt. You know, Matt's more experienced. Matt's more experienced, and it's Matt's studio, and it's Matt's studio, and I'm sitting on peacock feather. Yeah. So peacock down. Peacock down. Yeah. So I oh know. I mean, it just felt right to it demote you. It felt right to demote you, Dave. Sorry. Uh, if all it took was like bringing a couple of cushions into the other studio, making you a bit more comfy. I you know what? Exactly. And ago. did you do it? But you didn't do you it. You didn't do it. I didn't do it. Look, it's right there in front of you. Opportunity missed. You, you, you could have played smart football. Yep. You didn't. 
Now, that's not my fault. Uh, this obviously the full video will be on YouTube as they all are, but this is just going to look way nicer than anything we've ever made before. It's just you know the setting's nice. We got a big fat fucking bloke neon sign next to us. Always like a bloke sort of with an earshot of my mouth, you know. So that's nice. Um, and yeah, so look, thanks again to Kempi for having us in here, uh, Eddie. I'm in my week. I've just I've just knocked over week three of March Madness for me. Buck, buck wedding. Got another wedding next weekend. But I think I'm starting to get used to this life. I've, I'm coming in here Monday. My voice seems to be holding up better now. You I've got good. a fucking sparkle in my eye. Uh, have you, like a second wind? Something like that, dude. Because last week I actually contemplated just giving it all away and just you like said, packing up my bags and just skipping town. Mate, you after fucking week one, you said to me that you weren't going to go to the second box. So no <laughs> bullshit. That's the biggest lie I've ever heard of in my life. But like, I think, no, mate, I'm serious. I had to tell myself that lie to get me through the week because I felt so bad. And then last week, if I'd had a... Like, last week, it was the worst, though. Last week, I was fucking real, real tough. Mm. Had, had, had a lot of, like, internal monologues, some, some personal conversations with myself. Am I up to it? What am I doing myself? Mm. Is it all worth it? Yeah. What is your life? What is life? What is it? What's the, what's the meaning of life? But then, <laughs> second we- like, first wedding down... Uh, Shout out, congratulations to Gab and Mark. Uh, beautiful wedding, thanks for having us. Um, I'm feeling fine, mate. You actually look like you're struggling more. Well, I, you know what? You know what got me is that sort of came out of nowhere. Like, I obviously went down to Melbourne last weekend and had a big one, and I just sort of was like, I knew that there was a poker night on Friday, but I was just sort of like... Just, just put that to the, the back of your mind, yeah. and we'll, we can address that on yeah, Friday, yeah. and look and and face it as as it probably needs to be faced, which is that this thing reeks of being large. Okay, so this is you know what I mean. Poker night at the Giggly, great fun. Where is a Giggly? What I saw that it was like it's a legit poker room. It's like a poker room. They like pull the uh, the table up, put it on the wall, and then there's like a flush felt, 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 felt or velvet. It's definitely not velvet. That'd be weird if it was velvet, I'd, I'd say. But it could be. Whatever. But that poker table stuff, there's like a croupier and shit. Like the fuck's that? A guy that deals the cards for Why you. Why is he called a croupier? Isn't he called That's a what he called himself. Oh, and really? Like, okay. Is he giving himself his own nickname? <laughs> <laughs> but that was fun, but it was big. And then footy, oh, I had a 30th Doug, Dougie Joseph, shout out to Doug for turning 30. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, well done. Um, well done. And then into the footy and then just another big night, Jack Archdale again. Like, he's a fuck. he's dangerous, that man. Yeah, he is. Well, because all he drinks is whiskey. All he drinks, he's, he, he, and he's blind. As soon as you see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you see him, he's blind and he's, he's talking, you know. He's, he's whispering sweet nothings in your ear. Yeah, and he gets just, you excited. Yeah, he gets you excited and pumps you He's up almost the human version of a kamikaze, the aphrodisiac side of it, you know what he, I mean? Mate, honestly, he is. Mm. He's he, a human aphrodisiac. He, he, gets you, he gets you a bit rowdy, he gets that you a bit randy. That stink of whiskey and bullshit <laughs> that emanates from him. You're like, oh God, he's getting me going, he's got me again. So the weekend was big, but I'll say this. Now... What I love, maybe more than anything, mm. is waking up hung, hungover on a Sunday to rain. Yes. Can't remember the last time that happened to me. And I almost count down the weekends. And I'm like, it's, it's we're, due. Be- <laughs> we're, we're due. We're due. We're due a rainbender. Where, where is this? Where is this rainbender? And I'm yeah. like, I'm talking about when it rains all, all day. Yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't want, I don't want rain in the morning. Nah, and then, I'm with and you. And then it clears in the arvo. No. I can't have it. No. Nah. 
I cannot have no, it. No, I need rain all day, rain vendor. And we got it. Yeah. And it was so glorious. It was delicious, dude. It was so glorious. Little Arvo, I had little Arvo nap on the couch. Just like this. Just the soundtrack to the day. is. It, it takes the sting. It takes the bite out of the day. Oh, mate. The bite. There's no bite in the day. There's no bite in the day whatsoever. All the sting's <laughs> gone. I got Chinese. Uh, it was just... It you was got Chinese for breakfast? No, it was a weird one. God, I got like a toast. I got a ham and cheese toasty and a coffee. Okay, and, that's, and that's then, more reasonable. And then got a shitload of Chinese at about one thirty-two. That sort of saw me out for the rest of the day. Yeah, nice. I was going to say, Chinese for breakfast is a... Like, I guess yum cha, but like... Well, you can have Chinese for breakfast, but it's got to be like at 11. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're getting dumplings at like nine o'clock, that's a big fucking day. No, dude, you should be locked up. You should, you'd get, like, you send people to prison for that shit. I'm pretty sure you're on a watch list. But I'm here and I'm ready to rock. And yeah. We, we saw round one of rugby league and it was great. We did. Now, listen, before we get into round one of rugby league, because obviously there's a lot to talk about. Some things we're not as interested to talk about. You know, some things that don't matter as much. But uh, Saturday games. Saturday games, probably. probably yeah, like I never remember Saturday. But uh, we did obviously just drop out proverbial sacks on. We basically flexed on the entire country by having PVL on the podcast last week. Now, I will... PVL's a friend. So, we got to go down to Racing New South Wales HQ in the city. Uh, got into... Was it the boardroom? It was the boardroom, wasn't it? Lot that of big, was a boardroom. That was a boardroom. That wasn't the boardroom, then. Lot of big deals go down there, guys. Lots of big deals. You know, movers and shakers galore in there. As soon as you walked into the room, you felt it. You're yeah. like, there's, there's deals have been done. Deals here. have been done here. Balls have been squeezed and, like, you know... People have been ended. Um, and made. And made. Men made, men and women made, and careers ended also. And ball squeeze. And ball squeeze. Now, it was very gracious of Pete. Lovely to talk to him. Good to see him. It was just good to see him again, you know? Like, as an old friend, it's like, fuck, it's good to see you again, I Pete. almost went to hug him. Yeah, same. I almost it, went to hug it was him. The and default. I thought, you know what? He's at work. His staff are around. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to make him feel uncomfortable. No, but I thought he saw it as well. I thought he was like, "Fuck, this would I be nice." He went to lean in too. Yeah, that's what I. Got. But like, because we are all professional first. Yeah, you know, you you can't do it, which was tough, and it was COVID, and I think he was a little unwell. He was unwell. He came in not with COVID. Came in specifically to see us and to do the podcast. Went the big lift. Mm. Um, because you could tell he was he was about ninety five percent. Yeah, ninety percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't was. fighting fit. No. He was about 95, but yeah, as a man of his word, no days off. He's like The Rock in Australia. He's our version of The Rock, but not a Magoo fuck like The Rock is. No, he's like an Aussie cool version. He's a cool Aussie rock. Uh, you know, so we get there, you know, we're meeting his staff, everyone's pumped up. It there was is, an audience there for the podcast. There was an audience, a live audience, which was nice, but he's office, he was offering his cupcakes Dude, as well. Dude, that's class. He came with uh, red velvet cupcakes. Red velvet. Yeah. Unbelievable. Really, really nice touch. I mean, if that's, you so, that's just some of the things we experienced exactly. at the top, you know? Exactly. Red velvet cupcakes wherever we go. I mean, look, you, Dior, you wonder why you were demoted. You, I mean, these are the things that... That, that we expect now on the day-to-day. That we like, expect. Red velvet cupcakes. Red velvet is like the elite most cupcake that there is, I think. Yeah, fucking oath it is, dude. Like, if yeah, it's that's tier one, I think. Yeah. Like, you don't see that at kids' birthday parties. Mm -mm. No. These no, weren't no. no Betty Crockers, bruh. No, no, no. You, you needed, like, someone to slave and put blood, sweat, and tears into a red velvet. I don't even know what the process is. Like, well, that's where the red comes from, the blood. Ah, okay. Yeah. Could you actually just do a little Dioring while we continue? But what separates the red velvet as a cupcake? Like, what is it that... You like, can get red velvet cake. No, I know, but I just mean, like, what goes into the red velvet? Because it is better. 
there's no denying that the red velvet shits on all comers. Mm. And I knew it the second I put one of those things in my mouth. No, did they, they didn't say racing New South Wales on it, did they? They, yeah, they, did. they said racing New South Wales. Yeah, they did. They, on the top of them. They had little racing New South Wales. And they say congrats. Like candies that you eat. Congrats, Tom and Eddie, on all your success. Yeah. Like, you know, in a really fine, delicate riding. Yeah, delicate. Because they were cupcakes, so they weren't that big. No, but they squeezed that on there. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, which Tom and Eddie, on all put your it, Which would have jacked the price of them up even more because of the intricacy. The if they weren't five bucks a pop, I'm not here. <laughs> Easy, easy, easy. Five bucks a pop. Easy, easy. Five bucks a pop. Easy. Five bucks a pop. Anyway, it's, uh, it's buttermilk and vinegar combination that's unique to red velvet. Buttermilk. See, yeah, you got to go hard on a red on the red velvet. Anyway. Butter and milk. Buttermilk. Butter and milk. Now, once again, shout out to PVL and uh, to the staff that were very kind and for the the personalised Hello Sport Racing New South Wales congratulatory cupcakes. Uh, We've also, in some more exciting news overnight, been made aware of the fact that the St. Peter Volandi's Grandson of God, Son of Christ plaque, the 2.0, that we had nothing to do we with. We had nothing to do with and didn't call for. No. But has been erected. It has, by some way, it's now back up. Uh, I think it's on the same bench. I don't know. But, like, we were sent the photo. I can't... Excuse me. I've never been to Wollongong University. Obviously, that's a pilgrimage where... I've been there. I've got a vague idea of where it is. Seeing that, like just seeing the plaque on the bench, I, I, I can't like place it. I'm like, oh, I know where the fuck that is. But it seems like a similar setting in the background. I think it's next, I think it's next to the pond. Yeah, again. which is great. And again, nothing to do with this, this one, but I was told that if it manages to stay up there for more than 24 hours, then bench removal will be essential. That's what we've been told. Because um, that thing stuck the fuck on there. Which, you know, I mean, that's... that's so it should be. So it should be. Yeah. Wollongong University need to get their finger out of their ass and start acknowledging their alma mater. That's the thing about it. Universities pump up their alma maters mm. like they're going out of fashion. Yeah. Like, no one loves an alma mater like a university. No, mate. They're and I'm well. like, you've got one of the great alma maters of all time. <laughs> of all time. And you've done fuck all about yeah. it. Yeah. Now the fact that it's taken us. It's well, we were the first one. We're not the second one necessarily. No, no, no. no. But <laughs> not, the, not us. Not us specifically. Look, the fact that someone else has had to do it for you is embarrassing. Yeah. I think it's atrocious. Now do the right thing. Leave it there and invite us down. To no, they've it. got to invite us down. I want to get down there with him to cut a ribbon in front of that thing. That'd be. Why do people cut ribbons? Well, it's like opening a present. Yeah. Right. I think it's great touch. Yeah, I'd yeah, love no. to cut ribbon. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it would be, you know, just trying to speak something into existence, though. I would love to get down to Wollongong University with Pete and just be there, like, for a ribbon-cutting ceremony for that plaque. I think that cutting a ribbon and unveiling something is like, it's like a life achievement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, dude? Let's maybe we just go down there, even if the university don't invite us, and we just go and do a little ribbon-cutting <laughs> I actually think that's definitely worth doing. Okay. And if Peter doesn't want to come. He doesn't want to come, I understand. That's fine. He's, look, he's a humble guy. We'll do it for him. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. look, yep. that's all by the by. Plark 2.0 is up there. Pilgrimage is on again. The tourism industry back to Wollongong University is now just going to boom. Boom. Look, if I, if I may make a suggestion, you're coming from Sydney, I'd suggest going through the National Park. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, through Ostermere and through all. It's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful journey. Make a whole day of it. Make a whole day of it. I mean, that's, you know, that's how the, uh, the forefathers travelled down there. Well, Plaque 1.0. Yeah. When, so, when first you know, Plaque was there, yeah. That's the, that's the pure pilgrimage. Yep. But, you know, just as long as you get there, yeah. you've done it. Get enough. a photo, let us know. But he's um, in the 11, Tom. Yes, he is. He's in the Hellersport 11, which is crazy, right? I mean, this, this side just keeps getting better and better, but... PVL. People saying he should be able to bat wherever he wants. That's correct. I would say that he can bat after well, we open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's obviously not open. <laughs> he's not opening. Uh, so he'll bat three or lower. Um, uh, and I think he's cool with that. Three is probably the place he will bat at the moment. <laughs> Look, I'll be shocked if he doesn't if he doesn't put his hand up for first drop. Yeah, exactly. Um, shocked. I'd, I'd be disappointed. Um, but anyway, I think we should... We've probably tried to avoid the... The elephant in the room long enough and, you know, dance around what has been uh, what many are describing, at least in the uh, echo chambers that I s- swim in, uh, the worst weekend of rugby league in the history of the sport. So uh, maybe we should get into it. Let's do it. All right, Eddie, we may as well start with uh, Manly of, uh, of, of Seagulls fame. Now, I mean, that, that five-mile stare that you're giving right there, you look like a, you look like a fucking a returned vet <laughs> just staring up into the distance there as you're remembering. Yeah, because I, I was there. Yeah, you were so, there. Yeah. You were there at the, like, I was... Look, I was at the coal phase. For those of you that don't know, Manly got pumped 46-4. <laughs> now, was it 50? No. And 50, we know, rules you out of any chance of winning a premiership. So I'm still confident that there's a comp in us in 2021. It's round one. Let me just get this sort of shit off my chest. Round one, 25 rounds to go, whatever the fuck it is. And we didn't get 50 put on us. And Turbo wasn't playing. And Cade Cust wasn't playing for some reason. They're the bi- That's probably the, the biggest shock. But Eddie, you were there. I was at a wedding, didn't have reception, was getting score updates, getting progressively more depressed as the day went on. Look, what this, happened? Mate, the, the, the setting was all there. Yeah. Like, the SCG was bathed head to toe in HD Live. Yeah, I was getting like that vibe. drenched in it. Okay. Glorious. Like Usually hel- we like HD Live. Healthy crowd, good vibe, an old foe, you know, the, the promise of a new season. Yep. A famous son of the club returning mm-hmm. to Don the Maroon once more. And yep. How'd he play? Look, I mean, he, 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 he did all right. <laughs> He did all right. I'm not going to sit here and say that like anyone was like no one really. No one really did much. It was 46 four time. Yeah. I'm not going to come on here and say that everyone impressed me, but one bloke didn't turn up, and that's why we let no, him 46 no, no. points. Yeah, we can't. You can't really blame one guy for 46 points. I wish you could. That's the problem, actually. <laughs> I wish there was like one guy you could fucking pin this all on. Look, I'm not. Look, it, it'd be, it'd be nice. We need a scapegoat here. Yeah. We I don't wish have I could one. Yeah, and say it was Jason Saab's fault. I wish I could. I wish I could. <laughs> and that's not just specifically Jason. You're just throwing a name out I'm there. Just throwing a name out there of a bloke who you know. He's only just got in. He's only just got in. New kid on the block. Let's just blame him. That's not. We're I'm not, not saying about that. that no, no, no. And no, I would not. never do that. No, we and would I'd never throw it. Jason under the bus like that. No, because he doesn't deserve it. And he's an eagle. It's the man. club's fault. Yeah, we it's sucked. It's the team's fault. We sucked. We were blown away. Now it was four all. I think at one point that was which got me excited. Yeah. And now, see, that was the bit I saw that I like again. I had to, I had to watch the like the KO mini, and Kieran did well in that play. Short side raid, sick. Took the ball to the line, quick to Gajewski, then out to bloody 
Ruben of snack fame. Yep. Try. Then I was like, oh, this all. That this, was nice. That was nice. Then it just went left side, our left side. Now, listen, I'm not blaming a single person, but I'm blaming a side of the field. Our left side defense looked fucking disgusting. Disgusting. Mm. That was where like 40 of the 46 points went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at a certain point, you know, especially if you're out there, you just... Yeah, what do you do at that point? Well, you go to the bar. <laughs> you go to the bar. You might go to the toilet and, and sit on the john sit for 15 the- minutes. <laughs> Pretend like there was a massive line. Yeah. You Fl- know, Flick through Insta on the shitter <laughs> for a couple of minutes. You fart about. Yeah. You find yeah. things to do. <laughs> find things to keep you busy. Like, did I go downstairs and look for another bar that might be open? Yeah. And knowing that downstairs was closed. <laughs> doesn't have a just bar. To, just to cut into my time, <laughs> yeah. you know. Pass on a few yeah, lifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another. <laughs> yeah, let the lift go. No, no, no. You go. Mate, I'll wait you for the go. next one. There's, un- there's no one in here. No, 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 mate. You go. You go. You go. I'm just killing time at the moment. <laughs> and with every fucking roar of the crowd in the background, you realise that another point's been scored. <laughs> Look, that's, I mean, that was my approach. Yeah. I don't know how else, but people leave, you know. Yeah, yeah. A- people thought you had diarrhea, you're in the bathroom <laughs> so often. You shit like four times. Oh, God. Um, and you, and basically, you just, you, you run out of things to say. <laughs> yeah. There's no more excuses. No. There's no and, and Were you with Roosters fans? Yeah, I was. Yeah. But Ollie, thank God, had had a 6 a.m. and he was flat as a tar. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't getting a whole lot out of him. Small mercies. Small, Small mercies. mercies. You take that. <laughs> Ollie was flat. Ollie was flat. Um, and so, you know, there was, you know, Long periods of silence. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm actually glad I missed it. Like, obviously, I love watching every game, but you know when you know how your body, uh, like, when you get knocked out, it's because your body's like shutting down to help you. Mm. I feel like that was almost the, the the universe's way of just like, oh, you've got a wedding this weekend, zero reception. It was like you don't want to see this. Trust us, you don't want to see this. This will fucking ruin you. Mm. I saw it, and I mean, you look, you have, you haven't you haven't been this bad on a Monday for I a while. I saw it. I saw it. I lived it. Yeah. I want a couple of questions. Where, like, what's is Manasi Fanu? Like, is he like? Do we do we get any, what? Do we get any fucking insight into this thing? Like, where is he? Is he what, just why? Aren't, why aren't the cops holding press conferences? Going, this is an update. This is an update on Manasi. Uh, look, we're one of the still, best workers in the com. Like, this is where we're at to, in terms of charging him or letting him go. He was accused he of stabbing someone. Nothing has, seems to have come to light. Does the entire peninsula just get fucking put on hold until this thing, like... How long's it been now? He was all last... Like, 18 months. Easy. And this is no disrespect to your, your croakers of the world. Um, just Lachlan, Lachlan was carrying an injury as well. I just don't... We don't have a hookup. We don't have, like, a... a an out-and-out. We, we don't have an out-and-out hookup. We've got one, but he seems to be getting fucking strong-armed by the law at the moment. And I don't know if now, it's fair. Didn't look, you guys just sign Carl Lawton? Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did we? And then, <laughs> With the greatest respect, who is Carl Lawton? <laughs> I'm sorry. The Warriors. Greatest respect. With the yeah, greatest I'll, respect, to Carl. Welcome to the club. Yeah, welcome. welcome to the club. Welcome. Officially, but I didn't. I don't know who you are. Congratulations. Did you hear the yarn about Manasi Finu was going around to elderly residents' homes over the summer and mowing their lawns? That's what I'm talking about. That's not a man. That's not a guilty is man. That a guilty, is that a man who stabbed someone at a Mormon <laughs> dance party? 
You can't be both you those can't, people. Nah, I'm sorry. You can't. You, you can't. can't. You can't be mowing lawns and stabbing people. I don't think. No. Listen, in, in terms of like what I've picked up in my time on the earth and just sort of being able to read people, that's... Did Ivan Milat mow lawns? No. No, he didn't. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> he may have. He might have. With the greatest respect. Not uh, to him, though. No, not to, not to Ivan. No respect to Ivan. Uh, <laughs> no respect to Ivan. So, so, Manly, where are we at? Carl Lawton, household name. Excited to have him in the club. <laughs> is he playing straight away? When did we sign him? Did we sign him on Monday? Yesterday? <laughs> we we signed him mid-game. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking 24 to 4 and they've got, holy shit. Sign Carl. Kyle? Carl. Carl. Carl, Carl yeah. Orton? <laughs> but wait, wait. Carl Orton. <laughs> but he's, hang on, I just got up, got up the article. So they've signed him, but he's missing the majority of the season with an Achilles injury. Oh, for fuck's sake. Warriors <laughs> just released him like this week. So Manly, in an act of desperation, have picked up a man missing an Achilles. <laughs> he's mid-injury. He's like mid-injury, mate. He's just Jesus Christ. Christ. Look, I mean... Tough start to the season. Tough start. <laughs> Tough start. Tough start to the season. Tough start. That's not how we saw it uh, getting underway. But listen, as we said, it is still the start. So anything can happen from here. Long season. Twenty. Buzz Rothfield saying now Des under pressure. Buzz can fuck off with the greatest respect. Fuck off, Buzz. What, are we going to get rid of Des for who? Cameron Seraldo with the greatest <laughs> respect? Like, what are we doing here? Like, Des is fine. Des ain't the problem. Des is fine. We've got a cattle issue. <laughs> A cattle issue. This is a, this is a farming issue here, and yep. the cattle. Yeah, we have struggling. Lawton, the cattle are looking thin. So Lawton not playing until the second half of the year. <laughs> yeah, essentially, but it does say it doesn't give an exact number. But it's perfect. Says Let's keep it was, vague. Well, he was released by the Warriors to secure a longer term offer than he was getting at the Warriors. Right. Okay. So I don't think they're signing him just for this year. It'll probably be a few, couple of years. Well, cool. All right. All right. Manasi's got his court date in July. So oh, July. Jesus. That'll and it'll be adjourned or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it'll be a fucking hung jury if that's what it is. Uh, yeah. Okay. I know. Is he going to trial? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. That's all by the That's by. all by the by. Des not getting sacked. Buzz is fucking on the Reds again. Um Congrats to the Roosters. Like, you're, to too the Roosters. Good. you're too good. Too good. But look, you know. I, I, don't, I don't read too much into the scoreline, Tom. No, I don't either. It's round one. It's okay. You know, look, this can't be a, this can't be a fucking the wake of the Seagulls round one performance. Mm. Got to move on. What? I, don't, I don't want to risk further demotion. Oh, for fuck's sake. I think something that is on the partisan dribblers' minds is that there were a fair few easy conversions missed by the Roosters. If they had maybe had a first-choice kicker. Mate, Takiyahu is kicking. Yeah. And three kickers. And then when he went off... Tedesco was kicking and he was appalling. Yeah. Yeah, right. No offense. Oh, and so you're just saying that if they were had good kickers, it would have been over 50. Could have been over 50. Could have been. But then, but and then they had Adam Kieran, who almost came on as a specialist kicker. Did you see that? He came on like for Taukiaho, but I don't know, he wasn't playing in the front row, Adam Kieran. Then Can we sign a new two. intern mid podcast? Can we get Adam <laughs> Kieran to also double as the intern? Wait, what's his name? Carl Lawton. Carl Lawton. <laughs> Get him to work. Yeah, yeah. Let's get him. If he's fucking going to kill his injury, Dave's bringing up all his negativity. Mm. I think we get Carl in here and we get him on the mic. Dior Carl. Um, But Eddie, 
Any other takeaways for from the round for the weekend? What else happened? Did I even watch it? Melbourne looks good. Again. Melbourne looks so fucking good, dude. That was actually like you tip against them because you're trying to be cool, me. Eh? Uh, <laughs> and then they just fucking pumps out. It's like well, twenty-four yeah. nil at fucking halftime or whatever yeah. it was. Now, I was also saying this to someone at the wedding on the weekend. Um, the Eels should be the longest price to win the premiership like i think it's more likely that every other team wins the comp this year than the eels because like leicester city happens right like those things happen sometimes but watching the eels play the broncos there is no way that side ever wins the competition this year right like there's just no way no offense if anyone's an eels fan in here do you know what i mean mate if you look at the odds they should be fucking four there, there should only be a couple of teams with like odds that you know three bucks four bucks four yeah, bucks. yeah yeah the rest should be like Ten thousand to one. Yes, with the eels being the the, the longest. The longest. Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Hundred thousand to one. No way. There's no way they win it. They suck. Although they beat the Broncos, who I also tipped to be cool, and that didn't come off. <laughs> um, <laughs> you all you ever do is you take the obvious of like the opposite of the obvious to try and be cool. Be cool, but be different. In fairness to me, Broncos almost won, but they didn't. No, though. they didn't. They lost by eight points. Yeah, I know. But which I took them. I took they were winning at half time. I, got, I took, them with, took them with the start. So I almost got up there as well. But the that didn't happen either. That didn't happen either. You had them at seven and a half. And they yeah, <laughs> I fucked that up. Yeah, I fucked that up. Anyway. Um, and then I think the Warriors were surprising. I thought. No, they weren't. Do a month in Tamworth. Yeah, okay. You're fair, right? The, the Tamworth tank water. We underestimated them again. But I thought the Titans would have been better. It's a, it's a funny one. Like, after they lost, everyone was like, have we gone a bit early on the Titans? Yeah, dude. Like, are we, are we pumped? The well, Titans like the, up yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah, we can talk about, like, natural. You know, we started this podcast with the imports of being 100% natural, or we, at least we did it in a live read that may come after this moment. Uh, the Titans, whilst they uh, have a lot of young throbbers in there, the Gold Coast itself is, you know... Fake tits, fake lips, calf implants, mm. fake abs. Ab implants. Yeah. Ab implants, all that shit. Dong extensions. Like, that's not natural. No. So maybe we just got caught up with the sort of the plastic surgery of the whole place. We looked at them and we go, they look great. They look but hot. it's actually not real. No, it's None not real. None of it's real. None of it's authentic. No. None of it's legitimate. No. At least not yet. No, not yet. So... Are the Titans just like the Broncos at the start of last year? How everyone hyped them up. They had a great looking forward pack. Everyone hyped them up. So the they? Broncos won the first two games last year, and it was they looked really good, and then it all just fell to shit after COVID. And they had that forward pack that everyone was calling the best in the game. Yeah, Joe was like best forward pack of all time. Well. Anyway, no, I don't really have too many more takeaways. Cam Smith retired, and then James Hooper bagged him. That was pretty heavy. That was like just particularly uh, expected. Did, did as Cameron Smith like has he bullied? Did he bully James? Hooper? I don't know. That's the one where I'm like, what the fuck? They Everyone's similar like, ages. Did he bully him at school or something? Talking about him being a bad bloke, I'm like, I don't like Cam Smith in the sense of like rugby league adversary. Like you're fucking Manly v Melbourne, New South Wales v Queensland. But other than that, I'm like, he doesn't seem like an asshole. He's like champion player, not a great bloke. I'm like, wow, what a way to fucking piss on a guy's retirement day. But like, to when one of the greatest all time retires, like, surely you write. Not a good just, bloke. Yeah, like, what? What? you don't write that, dude. <laughs> it's so unnecessary. So unnecessary. Wait, not a good bloke, but what? Yeah, yeah, not a bad player, but yeah, not a good bloke. No, no, shit, bloke, but 
But uh, what the fuck's that got to do with anything? What has that got to do with anything? He retired from footy. Yeah, but he's a shit bloke. So what? I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. No, I don't know where he's coming from. No, no, I don't no. know why he's so offended. He just hates him. And then on NRL 360, he called him a sociopath. I was like, whoa, dude, <laughs> a sociopath. <laughs> That's fucking intense, mate. The journo sometimes gets so like pumped up about things. And again, like you, we love it here because it's uh, you know it's part of the soap opera of rugby league. They're, they're essential to the soap opera rugby league, but you're like, holy fuck, that was unnecessary. So unnecessary. Like, so emotional. Yeah, but I loved it. Buzz got, Buzz and... Buzz and Cooper, we missed that one last week. But yeah, Buzz, Buzz basically questioned Cooper's integrity because he was coaching two teams in the halves. And it's like, Cooper just torched him on fucking NRL 360. Buzz is a fucking dribbler. Like, Buzz is... Just a complete fucking dribbler. And Cooper's like, why the fuck would I... What's the point? Like, why would I... Why would I fucking shit where I eat? Or like, you know... Uh, jeopardize like my ongoing employment opportunities by being so fucking stupid. Like, I'm, t- I'm coaching the halves at two clubs. What am we like... Oh, he's not even coaching the halves at two clubs. He's like... He did a cu- he's done a couple of sessions. Yeah, right. Exactly. Club. But you know what I mean? He's like a mentor... Whatever, yeah. but it's like, yeah, was he going to be like, oh, yeah, Luke Curie fucking got a weak left shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you doing? This is their game plan. Yeah, this is their game plan here, going in. Anyway. Couldn't wrap his head, but I liked how Kubi just went out there and just spoke over him. Yeah, just yeah. like, didn't let him get a word. Because usually, that's, that, exactly, that's what exactly what he does. He just drowns him out, and Kubi just didn't let him, didn't let him, didn't let him. And then Buzz, you know, Buzz will, like, Buzz is also one of those guys that has, like, an axe to grind. He'll fucking, he will, like... Abuse Cooper subtly in the media or not subtly for like the rest of his career until there's like an employment opportunity for him that requires him to not do so. He does it with radio all the time. Oh, I'm doing a weekly spot on fucking Macquarie Sports Radio. I love it. And then it's like, oh, that went they on 2GB and then they sack him and it's like 2GB's ratings are shit. And you're like, well, <laughs> how does that work? You're just on there. No, nah, it's Sky Sports now. You're like, oh, this guy's a fucking, he's a turncoat, that motherfucker. <laughs> With the greatest respect. He's one of the original turncoats. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, essential to the game, and I love him. Now we've got a real quick. We've got a conundrum on our hands as to whether we buy real that. conundrum. Now, from our perspective, that's probably it's like a no-brainer to yeah. buy that. Yeah. What's our ceiling price? Not going to reveal it on air no, because no, no. that would be poor negotiation tactics. tactics. Yeah. But for those of you that don't know, zeros in there. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, Dior Day. Did you find that? Uh, yeah, it was posted on the Bondi local loop, which is just like so. Yeah, yeah. Group buy so someone's yeah. selling the Channel Nine, uh, big fucking head with like fatty's fatty's head on it with the hole where they pass the footy through it. It's like a humongous fatty glory hole, <laughs> and they're selling it. And we were like, the only reason we haven't got it yet, like the only reason we haven't purchased it immediately, is because we don't know where we'd put it. So once we find out where we, we have a storage issue, yeah, and you know, this is in our studio. I don't. I just don't know if the glory hole necessarily fits the. the I don't know where. I don't know where it lives, and I don't know how often we'd use it. Well, look, that's a. You know what? It could be a gift for Kempy. I mean, I'd allow him to make that call. (laughs) We're just going to rock up. Oi, mate, we got your glory hole. We got you a glory we hole. We got you a glory hole. 
Now, we could I'm, do that. would actually be a pretty sweet present. I'm not in the amateur porn game. No. Not anymore. <laughs> but if I still was. Yeah. I'd be using that. Dude, that thing is... As a fucking legitimate prop. Yeah. In a legitimate, you know, Some production. sort of, yeah, production. Now, whether that be throwing someone, like, through it. Like, if you had a mini trampoline on one side, you could be jumping through that thing. Or you just want full glory hole. The only person feeling that's Adam Elliott, though. We know that, right? Like, the only person who's up to, up to scratch. He's the only man I know of that could feel it. Feel it. And we know Based Ad- on what I've seen. And we know Adam's, you know, Adam's got his own issues at the moment. But that doesn't take away from the fact that he's the only man that can fill that fucking thing. So, you know, maybe that's a way back for him, you know, just to sort of ingratiate himself back into sort of the rugby league community. It's like by filming. But we're just by filling Fatty's mouth. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Um, so anyway, look, we're still, we're still maybe getting it. We might get it, Eddie. We might get it. We might, well, we're not not getting it. No. But we may get. But we well, we may not. It may get sold. Is it sold? Is it still available? Yeah, it's still available. The price is down now from two and a half grand to two grand. <laughs> so it should be. So it should, so it should be. Was always bold. That guy is trying to sell that thing. I'm like, I mean, like, I would have paid it, but I was certainly now, shocked now, at the price. Now that I see he's now I see it's gone down to two. I'm going down to. Well, I reckon we, you could. I reckon you could hit him up and go. Would you take twelve fifty? Yeah. He may, he may not. I'm well, I want to know what he's been doing with it. I'm, I'm assuming he got that for free, right? Like he would have worked, he would have worked there and like and just took it. Yeah. Well, that he probably probably walked past. But like, I'm just wondering whether, like, you know, the P's and D's. Obviously, we've got that P's and D's crowdfunded cash for Kelly Slater, which we're still gonna. But maybe we we can maybe divert some of the Kelly Slater funds towards Glory Hole Cash, Fatty's Glory Hole. <laughs> There are things that can be done here. We can we can do some creative accounting or just buy it. Um, but oh. is that is that rugby league? <laughs> Dior, you have uh, a new role on a, another podcast. We've been, we've actually loaned you out. That's true. I guess you could say I've used the shoulders of the greats that I stand on here to. I mean. To jump onto other great shoulders. Yeah, you've used the, the shoulders of like a, you know, he's tried to just step on our head while we're drowning and yeah. then just like jump onto another boat. But luckily, well, you can't swim, but I can. I'm swimming for both of us. You're not buoyant enough. I'll just sit on your belly. Yeah, exactly. Backstroke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while I'm standing on your head. Yes, well. exactly. So, yeah. yeah, you got the new rugby pod cast. Yeah, yeah Rock Me Dead uh, with Batuta and thanks to Stan as well, who was showing all the rugby. They've got us talking some shit about rugby union, which is cool because. Feels like everyone else talking about rugby union is doing so in the most serious of serious of manners, mm. which is a bit boring. I tell you what, yeah. I uh, so it's Clan, uh, so it's Errol and um, Wendell, Errol Parker, obviously of uh, two to fame, and then uh, Wendell Hussey of there. He's their Dior Dave a little bit, but now Dior Dave's his Dior Dave. Dior Dave, he's getting demoted everywhere. But um, genuinely, the best like rugby content I've heard for a while. I'm not just saying that to blow smoke up their ass. I'm not like, I, uh, rugby, sh- rugby content is boring as fuck. Like everywhere you go. It has been. It has been for so long. And they're always so like earnest and like talking about the game seriously. And like, even when they get pumped, it's like, oh, I reckon, you know, like before every fucking Wallabies All Blacks game, you hear Phil Kearns or Rod Kafer say, I reckon we can win it. And you just, I switch off. I just go, well, you know, that's bullshit. Like, how can I take anything you say? Seriously? At Eden Park as well. Yeah, at Eden Park. We have them on for 40 years. It's like, I reckon we can do it. 
if we fucking, you know, kick well, you're like, okay, yeah. great. It's all about winning the set piece. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. Okay, sure. Well, that's great. Thank you. But this is like, if you're for the rugby dribblers out there, and there are plenty of you out there, we see your fucking whinging Facebook statuses every time the Waratahs lose. Ruck me dead. Very good. Very funny. That's the thing. It's funny as well. It's funny. The boys know their shit. They're obviously paying attention to the rugby. Like, thank God someone is. Um, but, yeah, well done, Dave. Um, thank you. I wish I could take all the credit for it, but, oh, uh, you know, actually, I will take all the credit. Yeah, it take was, all the it credit was my for podcast. it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they, yeah. I asked Dave's uh, podcast. Wendell and Errol to get on board, and they're like, oh, you know, wouldn't usually do it, but for you, Dave, with your success of hosting podcasts in the past, they'll do it. Do you have to, you watch the round? Is that mm. your duty? I'll watch the highlights. <laughs> There's rugby league on this weekend. Yeah, great start. Priorities are still there. He's already just watching. <laughs> he's already cutting corners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you got a Stan Sport login you yeah, can throw yeah, away? Yeah, Stan Sport. I didn't have it after the first weekend. But Ooh, how many accounts are you allowed on there? Oh, uh, I don't three? know. I haven't checked. If you're I allowed three, we can hook you up three. with a KO account. Oh, yeah? If okay. You, well, maybe. Happy to we'll. do that. No, I think we, we can swap. have three on KO. We can have three on KO. So we could get Dave on there. We could get Dave yeah. on there, but we need the stand We need the stand yeah, one yeah. first. That's all right. That can be like, done. We'd need to, yeah. 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 Oh, we'll need it first. I need to see if I, you know. If we enjoy the experience. We'd like yeah. use it enough to, yeah. Yeah. to, to, to waste giving free, out the yeah. free KO. Mm. Free KO to him. Mm. Yeah. Did you see the Reds game on the weekend? No, Dave. They did win 40 to 38. Yeah, with a kick in like the last second minute probably. Oh, really? Yeah. 40-38 was pretty good. Oh, I, I heard it was a good game, and I I saw the the dribblers, the union dribblers out there, you know, talking about how good rugby union is, which is great for the product and the sport. Yes. Mm. But I was looking for a bit more insight out Dude, of Dude, I know. just think actually, though, when it comes to rugby and why it's possibly getting a bit more of a hum on than it was is because it's like we as a rugby nation aren't up to global scratch. So now we're just playing each other. It's like... Good games can happen. That's why club rugby was good. It was just like similar skilled teams playing each other and then you got these sick games. And now you're getting that in Australia. Sands the Waratahs who suck. As a man who, you know, witnessed 46 points on the weekend, I know firsthand that you can't put yourself through that week on week. No. Which is what we did for 10 years, except for like, you know, isolated pockets of glory. Yeah. Against New Zealand, you know There I mean? was a try in the Crusaders-Chiefs game, I think. Who does Damian McKenzie play for? Is he Chiefs? I just know that because I saw him in the try. But so these Crusaders, like, you know, the rugby league winger fucking loves scoring a try with, like, their entire body out of the field and them, like, reaching their arm around. This is probably the gnarliest one I've ever fucking seen. Um, and have you got it? Go to, can you go to this Halo Sports story or just go into Stan or whatever the fuck it is? And obviously this happened in the New Zealand rugby, but... What was ridiculous is the guy's put down was so good, but the ball he was the, the pass that hit like the the Crusaders guy hits his winger with like the most fucked up pass where I'm like it was like a twenty five meter pass on the chest, this guy's flying, and then he jumps in the air. You gotta get this up, Dave. It was fucking ridiculous. Bring it over here. Yeah, fuck yeah, it. That's right. You can put it in after. No, but I like the sound. All right, well, let's get some volume then. Yeah. Look at this ball, dude. Just wait for this ball. The ball is almost better than the try, even though it's not. Oh. Jesus. 
Look what at this. Look at this. Look at this. What? Oh my, oh my god. god. How does his foot not hit the That's ground? what I mean. That's like the Look most. At this. Look at his back. And just he Look flicks his foot. this foot up. Look at his foot. He's like, oh, oh, oh. His foot defies physics. I don't that understand how is... it is. Does that foot not touch? No, no. Nah, it like changes direction, must scrape the dew on the end of the grass. That's how close it was. That's like one of the, I reckon that could be the craziest I've seen in terms of that, like the foot. That foot there. No, he hasn't brushed the ground. Anyway, that's it. But that ball, the guy breaks. I see. Do I, I only show that seed again. Oh no. yeah. Can we go back to the? I only saw the pass after he broke. I didn't realize he broke in the line before doing that. Look at this fucking ball, dude. Bang, dummy, go. Look at this ball. Fend on the run. Seed. Oh, dude, that is so sick. Dummy fend. Through the line. All right, there we go. You can take it, Dave. Wow. Rugby's alive and well. Dude, that's what I mean. We're talking about it at least. Um, But... It is in New Zealand. Yeah, it is in New Zealand. In terms of like general sport outside of rugby league, we've done a bit of rugby. The UFC guy getting his eye poked beyond belief was one of the worst things we've ever seen. There's a photo, right, that I think I put on our Instagram. The finger is in his eye. There's a still of it's like the finger pulling back out (laughs) This eye's closed, like one eye's closed, and then the other eye that's being poked is like, you can see, imagine like when you close your eye, underneath your eye is still your eye, if that yes. makes sense. And oh, really? Shut up. And so like it being pulled out, like the bottom of his eye is being pulled out by the finger, and you just see his eyeball there just like, oh, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I'm in here. What are you doing? Fight gets called. I think it was in, I don't know what round, I think it was first round. The, the, the guy couldn't see out of his eye and shit. It was disgusting. No. Disgusting. Um, but anyway. I don't like that. No, no, no. That was not nice to say. are not nice. Now, I think that's kind of it, to be honest, in terms of uh, the general sports. I think it might be just dribble time because I feel like we're in for a fucking licking. I think, uh, yeah, this could be one of the most brutal lickings we've ever had. Yeah. I sort of did a scroll last night as I sat on the couch marinating in the afterglow of Fang House Dumplings. Shout out to Fang House Dumplings. Shout out. And I saw, you know, 35 dribbles. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I wonder when they came through. I wonder when they came through. Mm. Lot, lot around Saturday Arvo evening, it would seem. That would be my guess. What about uh, before we get to the dribbles, Mundine? Oh, Ooh. yeah. Like, mate, right. whoever the fuck sanctions these fights. Dude. Should be shot. That was uh, that was bad. Like you already knew it was bad. Jeff Horn knocked him out in the first round. Then he got beaten by fucking John Wayne Parr, who's a legitimate fighter. But you're just like, there's just these shit show fights. He's won. He's lost six of his last like eight fights, dude. And it was the first round for like a minute twenty. Yeah, it was just rank. Zarafa, like no one even really cared the fight was on like no one was even paying attention he's retired again but like what i'm saying is at a certain point whoever you know green lights these fights needs to be held accountable Mm. you can't just keep sending someone out there to get his ass whipped obviously in the pursuit of money yeah yeah exactly that's no way that he thinks you can tell that he knows he's gonna lose yeah like it's so obvious well even the even the punches he was hit with were like and this is not me pretending like I could, like, 
I'd go down quicker than fucking Mundine did, I tell you. But, like, from a boxing standpoint, it's not like he was having, like, his flush, holy shit, clean chaos. He's like, he's just it. getting bloody... He's past it. And I say to myself, why? Like, there's other ways to make money, Anthony. He's also already got a shitload of money, apparently. I read somewhere that he, like, he's, like his property portfolio is fucking ridiculous. So what's it all about? Like... The competitive edge, which he no longer has. Or the competitive drive, which he no longer has. Or the competitive spirit, which he no longer has. And or the ability. Which he no longer has. No longer has. But look, I, I hope you, you hope to Christ that's the end. I feel like it will be. I don't think anyone's going to be able to like sanction that shit anymore. Apparently, Everyone's kind of pissed off. Apparently he's got a net worth of 30 million. Yeah. Oh, so Anthony's fine. Impressive. Yeah. So what the fuck is this all about? Bit of biff, dude. Some people are just married to the Biff. He's like 45. Yeah, he is. Biffed out. Yeah, oh, he's biffed out. He was biffed out four or five years ago. Yes. And I fear for future Anthony. I fear for how this plays out mentally. Yeah. Upstairs in the, uh, the action center. Correct. I don't think it's going well. Uh, but anyway, thank you, Dave, for that. We'll think about promoting you again after remembering Mundane because we forgot about that. I knew there was something we forgot. Yeah. Was it about Mundane? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. We might have forgot something else. But it may be. But look, we still may not promote you, but we might. We'll we'll certainly reconsider it. Um, Now we should probably dribble though. Yes. Yes, we should. AFL's back. AFL's back this weekend. Super excited, by the way. Pumped. Pumped. Um, Can't wait for Richmond and... Before we get going, shout out to friend of the show, Tobias Quincy Brown, his uh, beautiful wife, Alice, who have just welcomed a young, strong boy into the world. 4.4 kilos, I think. Little Artie Brown, Arthur Brown. Is that big? Yeah, bro. Four kilos ain't small. It's nothing to trifle with. Evie was 3.1. Mate, mate, another friend of the show, Charlie Brown, uh, Charlie Bly. Mm-hmm. His boy, Arnhem, another big, strong boy, he was almost five kilos. Like, again, Evie's 10 and she's one and a bit. You know what I mean? That's, that's monster stuff. So that's stuff. a big, thick boy. Big, thick boy. So, yeah, four kilos, nothing to sneeze at. And, again, think about what the mama have to do in that situation. Like, every fucking gram they got, be like, Jesus Christ, i got to get that out. <laughs> so congratulations to the Browns. Little Arthur Brown, Toby, Alice, love ya. Let's dribble. Well done. Hey, boys. Little City Dribbler here. Now of fucking up his first dribble fame. Boys, uh, just to clarify, the One Nation Dribbler is, in fact, the nephew of Pauline Hanson. Mm. Um, definitely not a troll, although I, he probably wishes it was. Uh, a little bit about the bloke. He fucking knows nothing on politics. He's a one-eyed Bronco supporter and just... An all-around fuckwit. Okay. Great. Well, there you go. So the chances of us getting Dave and Pauline Hanson in a room together to debate... Grow stronger. They've gone up based on that dribble. I'd love to have you and Pauline have it out. I just think that that would be great content. Yeah. I'd be very excited for that, beyond just the reason of the fact that it means I won't be demoted any further. Well, I mean... Well, maybe I won't be fired until... I tell happens. you what, you could do some sort of pay-per-view event... Where it's like, I mean, like a, uh, I mean, obviously you can't have a charity boxing match because that oh. would be inappropriate. Well, 
I don't know what's not. what's Pauline way in at because if she's like significantly larger than Dave, I think she's pretty tall. I think that'd be pretty similar. That's what I mean, right? Like Pauline actually might. It might actually be dangerous, more dangerous for Dave. Yeah, that's true. Pauline's been to jail. I reckon she'd know how to throw a few. True. She could shank him mid-fight. Um, anyway. <laughs> Look, if you, you mean... We could just do also like, you know, some sort of decathlon. Some sort of event. Do him in a beep test. Dave v. Pauline, beep test for charity. PVL already wants to do it as well. He's a man of his word. He said he'd do it. He said he'd do it. This I thing's starting to become a bit of a celebrity event. The Hello Sport <laughs> beep test. Dave, Pauline... I actually, and we, I said to him, you're a man of your word, and he he reiterated that he was. Yes. And he's locked now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't we have, uh, isn't Alan Border's son or something? He's a, or like he, someone relative Alan Border listens to this as well. So if we can get AB down there for the beep test. Now, you, now you're starting to get a day. You're starting to get a who's who of Australian celebs down there to That's right. test themselves against the beep. Look, talk to your mate, see if he can talk to Pauline, see if she'd be interested in, in beeping for charity. Yeah. But... A charity of our choosing, not hers. No, no, it's our charity. The charity of Hello Sport. It's our day. It's our, yeah. ch- it's our day. Yeah. So All right, let's get on. Let's get on with it. We can't be this long. On it. No, <laughs> we can't be this indulgent. We'll be here forever. Tom, Eddie, Dior, Thunder's dribblers, the UK variant dribbler. Mm-hmm. few weeks between dribbles, but happy to bring a little bit of international spice to the hotline. Um, brushes with Lane. Bumped into Stephen Bradbury at Sushi Delight at Turnwood Shops. Um, he was doubling up on the Jap Curries. Blonde streak still intact. Yeah, looking a bit. How are you going? Anyway, see you soon. Hey, uh, Bradbury certainly has kept the um, the blonde tips industry alive and well. For oh, has anyone had blonde tips longer? They is should there, they should do is studies there a on world record like effects of consistent exposure to peroxide, like what it does to the brain. Well, we know it thins the hair. What's well, thin the fuck out of his hair? <laughs> it's, there's nothing left. But surely there'd be is there'd be a Guinness World Record for something like that. Well, like longest longest time spent with blonde tips. Yeah. Well, I think he's he's certainly got that one. He'd be in the t- if he's if he's not number one, he's in the top three. Have to be. He'd have to be close. I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head. Pup probably gave him a run for his money in the mid two thousands. Yeah, but Pup Pup mate, didn't consistently do no, it. That was no, that's, mate. Bradbury's had them for twenty five years. Yeah, yeah. Bradbury showed a commitment to blonde tips that you know. Uh, like he's had him, Bradbury almost got him when it was cool in like the in sync days. That's what I was And then he's never grown out of it. He's like, no, nah, this thing's still, this is sick. Or, you know, he wants to be ahead of the curve. He's, he he's waiting for it to come, come back. Yeah, that's right. And it's going to be like, oh, this is cool again. Or maybe he just like, it's become part of his identity. And well, and someone like has. Bradbury is. All identity in the sense that he, you know, that's probably his livelihood as he trades off the Bradbury. Could I say this, and this is no offence, and with all due respect to yeah. the great Stephen Bradbury, our yeah. first winter gold medalist. Yeah. Is he concerned that if he gets rid of the tips, people no longer know who he is? Well, that's right. Who's that guy again? <laughs> it's like, uh, I'm going to go back to some sort of, I don't know if it's like a Greek proverb or some shit, but it's like Samson. And he had long hair. And then when you cut his ponytail off, he, he was strong as shit. You cut the pony off and he was now weak. 
So I'm just trying to work out whether that's similar. Like Bradbury, you you knock off the peroxide. He's no longer Stephen Bradbury. <laughs> He's just a bald guy. He's uh, a bald MC at another he's, he's at a, another sports luncheon. You're like, yeah, yeah. oh fuck, I've been here for like an hour. I didn't realize that was Steve Bradbury hosting this thing. Where the fuck's the hair? He's got his gold medal on. Yeah. Everyone thought it was just like a, a gimmick. It's like, oh no, that's him. Shit. So to, in fairness to Steve, I don't even know what the fuck. I don't know what the dribbler said. He saw him. Yeah, yeah he still had the. And he side. said he looked rough. And that's how he knew him, though, right? Yeah, because the hair. Because the hair. So actually, it's a it's a. It's an essential play for, for Steve. Shout out to Steve. Shout out to Steve. He follows us on Instagram, by the way, and I've DM'd him going, how's about a potty, bro? And nothing. <coughs> Disappointing. Disappointing. <coughs> Might have to shave his Come. head. Sorry. Eddie, Dior. Uh, it's the kicking tea dribbler. Uh, boys, just a quick one, Ari Bucks. Um, I've just come off what is probably one of the greatest weekends of my life. Um, absolute massive bucks. Uh, so shout out to the coal mining dribbler for organising that one. Um, it was an awesome weekend, but one thing that kind of, uh, you know, got a little bit uh, hairy, we had both the father of the bride and stepfather of the groom in attendance. Um, now, to be honest, they were good sports. Um, they absolutely got on the rums with us. Um, some would say they even enjoyed the adult entertainment a little bit more than some of us boys did. But, um, yeah, I want to know your thoughts on parents um, coming to a Bucks. Do they get an invite? Um, I'm, I'm a family man. But I'll be honest, when it's my turn to be uh, lathered up in whipped cream and whipped within an inch of my life by a stripper, uh, shout out to Cassandra. Um, I don't know if I'm really into the idea of my dad being there to watch. Anyway, thoughts on that. Uh, secondly, I'm sure this will age well, but uh, it was fucking great to see the mighty Newcastle Knights flog the Bulldogs on the weekend. Uh, Premiership soon. Cheers, boys. Um, I've been at a couple of boxes where... The father of the bride has been there and seeing his future son-in-law getting like all manner of nefarious shit done to him. And I'm like, especially now that I have a daughter, I'm like, how in the fuck are you here? How are you watching this shit go down? Yeah. You've, you've, you've come of your own volition. Volition. I, we, I went to a Bucks for a friend down in Melbourne a couple of years ago and the guy who was hosting it, um, I'm sorry, like the best man. We were all at like a golf day that day and playing Ambrose and he was he immediately, he intentionally paired himself with the father of the bride. So they'd, you know, playing around, getting around, like just having a bit of a, you know, light chats, having a bit of golf, having some fun, and then just like towards the end of the game, he's like, Now mate, you know it's gonna get a little bit crazy tonight, don't you? And he's like, Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't worry, I know what it's like. I oh, know, yeah, I get it. I've been to a Bucks before and he's like, No, 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 like just want to make sure you're all good. Like, it's going to get a bit fucking weird. And he was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And then, you know, I guess started being a little bit like, well, okay, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, like, yeah, dude, I'm sure it's going to be weird. And then it was like, <laughs> cut to us all in a bloody hotel apartment room and the the buck is laying on the ground and has like shaving cream in his ass that this chick's just set on fire. And then you just turn and look to the dad of the bride. I'm sitting there just going, and he's just looking like, what <laughs> the fuck is happening here? While she's like smacking his back with a humongous dildo. <laughs> and you're just like, you know what? I mean, that's why I didn't, I didn't have a Bucks party. I just sort of got married and, you know, maybe I will one day. But like, you f best believe I'm not having any goddamn 
shaving cream jammed up my ass and lit on fire. I'm avoiding that at all costs. I don't need the strip of life. That ain't for me. No. Once you've seen it, you've seen it. You know what I mean? It's a bit... You don't, you don't need, like... Sometimes it puts a dampener on the evening. I'm going to be honest. I'm like, I'm out here, I'm yipping and Yahoo and I'm partying and then some very intense shit has to go down in the living room. You've got to stop what you're doing, go and watch your mate, like, get fucking assaulted for mate, I'm done. 20 minutes. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm actually done with it. Like, complete waste of money now, if, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Like, seen it enough that I'm like, okay. I'm not shocked I'm, anymore I'm actually, either. I'm actually I'm, just desensitized. I'm mid-dribble. Yeah. I'm mid-dribble here. I'm, in the, I'm, I'm sitting around the fire having a very good time and now I've got to go and watch my mate be degraded, which I get, but, like, I'm, I'm cool. Yeah. Let's push on. Honestly, I just want to talk about every time you go to Macca's and um, you go for a big uh, shake, they always come back with um, the ice cream machine's broken. Um, also, we got told at the window, no F-pop. Um, so we go get cash out at the ATM. That's fucked. That's <laughs> That's fucked. No, no. You're getting told about no F-pos at the window of a drive through is like, my meal should be free. Yeah, 100%. Especially at Macca's. Especially at Macca's. What, now I've got to go, where the fuck's the ATM? Do they even have one at Macca's? Is that like a thing no, they do? I don't think so. That's bullshit. The soft serve machine at Macca's breaks down all the time. Whoever the mechanic is, the soft serve mechanic needs to be doing a better job. Well, is there just like one though? Is he just constantly on the run, just getting around all the McDonald's of this great nation, it, it just trying be, to fucking it may Jimmy be, open a soft serve and get the thing fixed? It may be a very highly skilled job. Exactly, right? Like, we don't know exactly what goes into being a soft-serve machine mechanic, but also, is the soft-serve and the thick shake of the same machine? Yes. Okay. They are. Maybe we need to separate that because thick shake's... Pro- I would have thought without knowing, but the thick shake far more popular than the soft-serve. Frequently oh, ordered. Is that know. incorrect? I don't know. That's a big... Co- I don't know. Thick shake was the... Not even guilty pleasure. It was like, if mum was away, dad would let us get thick shakes. You and I used to get thick shakes on our return. Right. From Large, chalky, thick. All the time. They were so fucking good. <laughs> Large, chalky, thick. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. I would say this about McDonald's. If you haven't explored the idea of having a backup soft serve machine, you should. Yeah. Well, I mean, surely the global titan that is McDonald's could have a backup. A backup in every single McDonald's this, you know, on the planet. Mm. Be good for the soft serve industry as well. Which is on its knees. Which is on its knees right now with the advent of your Messinas and your fucking... Yeah, no exactly. one cares about soft serve That's anymore. Right. That's right. Good dribble. <laughs> Tom, Eddie, Dior. G'day, guys. Cum dog from Yui here. Fucking cum dog. Look, boys. Just had a listen to the Peter Volanders chat. What a hero. So nice to hear that, uh, that old PV is absolutely just chock full of dribble and yarn. He's the dribbliest sounding man on the planet and it just warms my heart. Um, very excited for the autobiography one of these days. Get writing, Pete. We'll buy it. Absolutely love it. Anyway, off now to watch the old, uh, watch the Knights blast off on the rocket ship to the moon for the year as always. Um, shortly followed by the space shuttle fucking explosion <laughs> in a couple of weeks so we'll see anyway love you boys wait sweet I think it's more of a comment but it's, it's one that's appreciated yeah we'll take that as a comment yep thank you very much thank you hey Tom Eddie 
just call me Scott? Dave, punters and triple. No. It's Outback Jack here of the one and only Eden and Dan's birthday fans. So I'm just at Molly um, Mook Bowling Club and I'm just here after reading my um, you know weekly subscription to the Women's Weekly, I was just wondering, um, are we throwing around the term star too loosely? Uh, I was just reading about math um, star, uh, Jake, not sure what his last name is. Um, anyway, he's on math. And they called him a star. Anyway, I was like, I've never heard of this AFL star called Jake. Um, so I looked him up. Five games for Carlton. Is that a star? Now, that's not. I wouldn't declare that as a star. Uh, when Adam Elliott had his, uh, you know, little hiccup in, earlier in the year, Women's Weekly also decided to call him a star. Now, he may be a star of the soft cock game, but a star of the rugby league game. I don't think it's don't think about that. So I was just wondering, are we throwing around star just way too much these days? Um, anyway, cheers, guys. Wayne Gretzky never stars soon. You know, that was a surprisingly good question from Outback Jack of Eden and Jonah Dribble fame. I thought it could have been a pure shit show. Uh, yeah, in answer, I think that the term star is used too liberally. I don't think Adam Elliott is a fair use in that one. He's like probably close to the Bulldogs' best forward. And he's got one of the great dicks all time. Mm. If that doesn't make you a star. If that doesn't make will. you a star, I don't know what will. In terms of your... But your someone m- playing five games of AFL is not a star. And then being on maths, then absolutely the term star is being denigrated, you know, more than anyone could have could ever expect, really. It's a, it's a fucking disgrace. But, you know, that's also maths, dude. Like, what... You were reading Men's Women's Weekly. That's exactly what you get in it. You get hyperbole. They pump it up. Yeah. The fact that there's a whole, like, star genre of people who have just bounced from reality show to reality show, and that's what made them famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess it's just a type of star, maybe. I'm not too celestially minded. I do enjoy it, Eddie. That's more your forte. Is there a shit star? Is there a star that, like, we care about less? You know, a star that's not as good? Take your pick, mate. There's plenty of them. There you go. There are. There are heaps. There's heaps of them. Yeah. Yeah. Find a shit star, and then we'll start calling star. You know, shit stars that. Yeah, not like a nebula or something. That's not. It's just stars that have already exploded, but we just haven't. We just seen haven't it seen yet. it yet. Yeah. Dying stars. Not a star though. Anyway, let's move on. Fair point though. Outback Jack. Uh, before I start, someone's got to give Tom a fucking good and hard look, fucking proper at himself because that intro is fucking bullshit. By the way, fuck you. Anyone that backs the fucking eels, this is the fucking lunchtime dribbler right now. Love great run dribbler right now. And you already know who it is. Mm. Fuck everyone that backs fucking Parramatta. And also that snide little comment that you left on my fucking post, Tom or Eddie, about how the Broncos suck. Fuck you. You're manly. You, you got nothing without Queensland. By the way... I really am liking the stuff you're doing at the moment. I'm really, really digging it. Um, Thanks, mate. You guys are really doing a good job. Um, Really like the podcast as well. And um, I really enjoyed it. So, guys, keep it up. Um, It's really good. But honestly, fuck you if you think you're going to fucking disrespect the Ronco because 
the 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 the, um, the uh, I don't know who even know my name is. I don't even know my own name. But yeah, uh, the dribbler that is, the dribbler that doesn't even know his name. Fuck you. Wheels uh, falling off. Broncos rule, and the Broncos will hang win up. again. Uh, hang up, bro. Thank you very much. And um, call it quick. Uh, Russell, you've got to hang up now. My uncle. Russell, he said Russell who? Packer. He said Russell Packer or Russell Crow. Is Russell? Eh, we'll I, never know. Oh, well, I don't look, know if Russell Packer is old enough. To have I think. An look, I think when we listen back, you'll be able to hear probably. But listen, that was. Uh, that was, a, I mean, like, that was a Broncos fan in distress. That was more of the same for him. New Year, same old mistakes. Um, he's, uh, he's got a second dribble. I'm not sure if it's... How his, long is it? It's 90 seconds. We'll let him start. He made us giggle. Yeah. You can't. If he's got another dribble, if he's got another... Fuck. Honestly, guys, <laughs> it's my double dribble. It's the Broncos special. Look. I appreciate the community you guys have built and everything, but fuck you! Okay. Broncos deserve to win. Any Penrith, sorry, Parramatta supporters out there deserve to be put in the fucking grave. Yeah, okay. We can probably just wrap him up now. Tom, your little fucking opening spiel, this new thing, I don't get it, man. Honestly, the, the grassroots of the whole organisation has gone fucking upwards. It's like the <laughs> it's like the Super Rugby. It really fucking disgusts me. All right, you 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 go and if you want to leave a little dribble like preempt any other fucking like do fuck. Everyone knows what the dribbler hotline's for, man. You need to fucking shape up and you need to realise. All right, you need to realise that people already know what that is. Okay. So if you ever, 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 ever think that this is okay ever again, then then you're fucking wrong. Also, Broncos. I think you're doing them live. You know, you heard it. Um, the Broncos. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not and, sitting on the phone doing that. The, um, we recorded that a while ago. Lunch break run dribbler. I'm <laughs> um, calling in. Um, good on you guys. Um, Tom and Eddie. I mean, not Eddie. I love you, man. But uh, Tom, you're a fuckwit. Play uh, <laughs> on. I'm glad we played that second one. I think so, that was good. That was um, you know, look, that's a Broncos man down in his luck. All things aren't okay at Camp Bronk. We know that. Camp Bronk in fucking turmoil. Camp Bronk, more of the same. They get out to a lead and then they shit their pants. Like, I mean, the 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 pile of mattresses outside Camp Bronk is it's getting, getting out of control. It's getting bigger by the day. Yeah. It's getting bigger by the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a rubbish pile out there. It's full. It's fucking full of spoons and flies and, and flies and, and feces, pooey, <laughs> fecal-covered mattresses. So, I mean, no wonder he's fired up. No wonder he's coming at me, which I get because you know, like, I can't help it if I speak the truth. They just lost to a team that will never win the comp. Like, I don't know what the fuck you want me to do. The Broncos suck. With the greatest respect, obviously. Um, but appreciate the kind words he also said because that was, you know, that was nice. It was nice. Classy dribble. Classy. Tom, Eddie, Dior. It's the Townsville fuckwit dribbler here ringing in with uh, brushes with Lane. So Friday night before the uh, Indigenous All-Stars clash, Townsville. I was in the Townsville casino with uh, a couple of family friends of mine. You know, they're a bit older than me. 40s, not bad for their age, you know, married with kids, we are all having a bit of a drink. And then this bullet cunt starts hanging around trying to pick them up. Like, you know, it's hanging around like a bad smell. Fucking just, you know, being a pest, wouldn't leave them alone. 
Punters and dribblers, I have a serious question for you. What do you think's better, piss and shit not coming? Mm-hmm. We're having a serious mm-hmm. debate. My advice go. is think. Get I'm- rid of that one. There we go. That's exactly the example of a shit one. What's better, pissing, shitting, or coming? That's a no. Tom, Eddie, Dio, Punters, and also the dribblers. Um, currently just watching the Roosters Manly game. Here we go. Uh, it's thirty-two minutes to go in the second half. I don't really want to predict the future, but it's not looking great for you boys. Um. Anyway, I just kind of wanted to mention that Jared Murray Hargraves has been put on report for nothing more than being a hard cunt. I think I think you've um, I'm pretty sure you've touched on this with that podcast. Um, have a go, the Have a Go boys. I think you were saying that there's not a lot of fucking you know rough and tumble mongrel going on. Shit like that is just annoying. Let the man. You know, be emotional. He didn't hurt anyone. He just kind of told him to fuck off. What did he do? I missed that. Um, also, what did what, what did Jared do? He, like he was getting tackled, and then there was like a bit of mess around the ruck. Like the dude wasn't getting off, and Hargraves thought he was on too long. Basically, like it was his ball carrying arm, but he threw an elbow into the dude's head. Okay, you can't be doing that, Jared. And someone with Jared's record as well. Can't like, be throwing no. a bloody elbow. No, not in twenty twenty one. There's no, there's no room for that. No room for that. Not in the modern game, Tom. No. Let's go. Hey, you cunts. Dribble all you want. Uh, Manly got fucking spanked. They got put to the now. fucking we're in, dogs. We're in the thick of it. Carcass. Yep. They're a carcass. Yep. Anyways, uh, beers never because you fucking suck, you dog cunt. Take your Bye. licks. Take your licks. Take your licks. Got to take your licks. Tom, Eddie. And Dio just here at El Camino with the Rock. Uh, surprise birthday from the Mrs. Lover. Uh, just wondering how Tom and Eddie are feeling after the flogging the Chooks gave him this afternoon. Uh, boys, uh, get out of the fetal position. The long year. Uh, wooden spoon soon. Cheers. See ya. Yep. All right. Appreciate it. Take your licks. Take your licks. That's a licking. He's got a second. It's only 20 seconds. Okay. Double hey, boys, lick. sorry about the last dribble before. I didn't leave my name. It's the uh, West, West Mississippi Dribblery. <laughs> uh, just calling in another another spray to the boys. Uh, spewing about this afternoon, Jeffers, boys. Hopefully next week, eh? Wooden spoon soon. See you. Uh, yep, double licking. Sure. Sure. Tom, Eddie, Dior. Boys, not going to give you licks about your team losing horribly to East. But, you know, just want to say thank you because of Manly's terrible performance. At least South Sydney aren't going to be, you know, bottom of the ladder. Uh, former merger club soon. G'day, it's the Beer Vape Dribbler here, the Beer Vape Dribbler. Um, look, I just want to say a shout-out to Nudes, Finland, Bracey, Frank Sabocca and the Hitman. Manly Roosters game just finished. Mate, Manly have been smashed, but I'm just wanted to uh, take a moment to think about why I love the Manly Seagulls. And for me, it's grew up in Fairlight and it was the old man taking me and four or five mates to the back of his Volvo station wagon with the seats down under drop sheets in the back seat to Brookvale Oval after half time, obviously when the gates open, so we have to pay. We'd park in the old Amy car park, the Amy Insurance car park on Brookvale there. And, and guess what? We watch the game? No. 
you'd be sliding down the hill on the back on a cardboard cutout of some some VB case. But that is why I love Manly. And so, while Manly's got pumped by the roosters, it's just a nostalgic feeling of loving Manly and sliding down the hill, seeing some belter blokes walking up from the urinals trying to get up that hill to get back to their spot on the hill. That is a tough hill to get up. Anyway. The toughest. Go Manly. Shout out to Luke Bracey, Nude Soon, the Hitman, and Frank Sabocca. Sweet. That's, look, I like that. It's a bit of positivity. Positivity around Manly. Love it. Has there ever been like a fucking random dribbler at the pub who just comes up with you and you feel nothing but sorry like to fucking talk to him at the end of the day? Like, what is your best story about this shit? Because I've just fucking given this guy my number. He wants to do a jam session with me. I've invited my old man to it. Like, fuck, bro. Like, I put myself in a situation that I can't get out of. Anyway, fucking stay classy. Bottle the Belvedere soon. And um, fucking... Yeah, vape on, bro. I'm just fucking smoking my um, strawberry banana right now, and um, enjoy. Go on. All right, Bankstown Dribbler. Um, Do we give him his third? No, fuck, no, we don't. I didn't even realise that was two. We definitely don't give him his third. Uh, We definitely don't give him his third. I once, in terms of, like, uh, getting super chummy with someone, I remember when I used to work... or just one of my old jobs, fuck. It was like, I think it was when I was working in radio and it was like Friday night knockoff and everyone like in the building goes to drink somewhere and me and this other guy that we were like, we were mates, we started talking to this like 55-year-old dude who was in sales. He was like diminutive, sort of like nerdy. Um, and for whatever reason, I think he was uh, from Sri Lanka or India and he was telling us about his fucking you know, where he's come from and, like, a bit about uh, home. And we were so into it. At the end of it, I was like, fuck, dude, you got to give me your number. We'll bloody yarn or so. And, like, got his number. And then I was just like, I'm never speaking to this guy or seeing him. Let alone – I'm never seeing him again, let alone speaking to him again. And, I, and my mate sent me – the guy who was with, he sent me the screenshot the next day because he got his number as well. And he's like, Mr. I keep thinking Mr. Pajetti because that's who called in here, but it was like it was uh, I can't remember his name, but I, it was just one of those ones where you go like fuck. After a certain amount of piss, you just become a complete fucking dribbler. Yeah, yeah, a complete dribbler. But in that moment, truthfully believed that I was about to start some sort of and long-term yeah, friendship yeah, yeah. with this fifty-five-year-old Sri Lankan <laughs> IT guy. Anyway, let's move on. Oh goodness. Tom, Eddie, Dion, punters. Uh, good luck. It's the garbage dribbler here calling up from the uh, Angus Crichton following my missus on Instagram fame. Oh, Look, my God. I was at the Royal here in Bondi this evening, and uh, who walks by me but none other than the King Kyrgios. Uh, the bloke walking through the bar, straight to the tab, uh, straight to the pokies, walk through. Look back at the table. Who do I see following him? My missus and three other blokes' missus sitting at the table. What the fuck's going on there? Straight, straight rack, just me and the boys sitting at the table and our missus going to follow the king. Look, as yeah, that a I, fact? Mm-hmm. if I was a female, fuck me. He has that Yeah, effect. the king the let's, king has that effect. High and dry. I mean, we also saw the video. Like, firstly, the, your missus obviously is going to go and sit with the king because the king, you know, has that draw and that appeal. What I thought was hilarious, I don't know if you've seen this, but obviously Nilso put up a photo of him and the king. 
And then someone put up a screenshot because Nielsen was obviously at Beach Road or wherever the fuck they were in the King. And he was, King couldn't have looked less into the photo that Nielsen, Nielsen's like, yeah. and the King's like, I would, I want to be anywhere else. But King Nielsen, you know, King of the Tips and then King Kyrgios, King of the Kings. And then someone pointed out uh, that the King put up a story on his Instagram the next day and it's him looking fucking pissed off on the court and it was like, this is how I feel getting hounded by clout chasers when I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like when I was from getting hounded by clout chasers yeah. all night last night, I was like, oh my God. You can only imagine what Nielso was Nielso fucking Nielso saying put to him, him through. Yeah. He would have been, he probably tried to give King context around the podcast, the podcast and all this and, shit. And how and he was, could you imagine Nielso being like, and then I lost all my ends and yeah, then like, yeah, I was yeah, getting 100%. Them back and shit. Getting he probably had him fucking. Bail and my name's actually Nielso, but now it's Ilso. So my Dale name's Dale Ilso because I lost my hands and I should have won them back with this chip, but the boys wouldn't let me have them. Like, you can only imagine. King probably thought, what, is it worth the fucking money and the fame having to deal with this well, shit? King put a post up. The yeah, exactly. Next day. It yeah. Obviously, he obviously woke up rattled. Yeah. Just wouldn't leave him alone. Anyway, let's move on. Blind as a bat. Fuck Tom, that was a lot of words. Uh, hey boys, it's a dot point driller here. Had a bit of a hiatus. I only just got credit, so I thought I'd give the hotline call. Uh, Matthew Tooks fan, so I thought I'd spray you boys for being Manly fans. So mm. fuck, fuck that Manly, great club. Fuck off South Sydney. Use everyone that goes for South Sydney is a shit cunt. Actually, that's too too bad. Shouldn't have said the C word. It's Go the Roosters, but I've said it. Many yeah, times. I've said it many a time. Let's move on. If it's a double, he's not getting it. Tom, Eddie, punters, dribblers, uh, Kendrick here of shit column fame. Uh, just first of all, just been watching the Dragons game this afternoon. Just wanted to give the DMC big shout out for um, punching on up on the hill there at Cogra this afternoon. Uh, couldn't even fucking last 80 minutes without bloody getting it on with their own fans. Um, yeah, you don't see that happening after Manly nearly get 50 put on them. I think that says a lot. Big difference between a dirty merger club and proud, strong club like Manly. That's a good point. Um, it is. Main thing I wanted to call, call about was what the fuck is with the NRL referees calling knock-ons for literally any time a player drops a fucking ball? Like tonight, Matt Dufty drops a ball through his hands and it goes back to his own goal line off a kick return. And the ref instantly calls it a knock-on. And off a scrum, the Sharks go and score and run away with the win. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, and then Warren, whoever his fucking name is, on the commentary, is like saying that it's gone fucking forward and then backwards. It's like, it's beeping. physically not possible. It's like, like, am I fucking missing something or what's the go? You know, cheers, boys. Um, could I just say one thing first? That was Kendrick of... Kendrick's column fame. I don't know if anyone sounds more like what I think they sound like than Kendrick. Like, I don't, you know, you hear him every once in a while, but I haven't heard his voice for ages and he's mainly just exists in my life on the Punters and Dribbles page or in the DMs. Mm. That is exactly how I imagine Kendrick to sound. And that's not, that's not me giving shit or just saying, I'm like, but that is exactly how I imagine Kendrick to sound. Yeah, he sounds like you think he would. Yeah. I would agree with Kendrick though. I think particularly in rugby league, as soon as you drop the ball, it's a knock-on. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Never, never, never goes back. 
So, I mean, either rule it properly or mm. just change the rules so that if you drop it, you loot. Like, yeah. that's where you're going with yeah. it. Yeah. that's basically what it is now. Correct. More importantly, the Bucks are in the grand final. You, you keep this shit quiet. You forget to talk about the Bucks. People want to know about the Bucks, how the Bucks go and where are the Bucks at. I forgot to talk about the Bucks. We played our semi on third Tuesday night. No, Thursday night. Um, one eight one smashed him. Just dominated. Shout out to Billy Dunn, who's my friend, who was in that team. Billy got worked into the ground. Um, Billy tried. Yeah, yeah. Billy did pretty well, but Billy, you know, the team wasn't up to it. Nah. The Bucks tagged their asses off, and defense, as we know, wins championships. It wins yeah. rings. It wins uh, diamonds. So, so you overwhelmed them. We overwhelmed them. We just didn't give them an inch, Tom. And you know, just move the footy. Just move the footy. Let the footy sing. Yep. Get it out the back. One two. One two. Two man passes, all that shit. Yeah, I crashed over. Sure, oh, I did mean, you? Yeah, of course. You know, short ball off the rock, close to the line. Just, just dive. Just, just, just ah, just trucked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you trucked it. Oh, good. It. Good. This is good to see that you're carrying on the proud Simpson tradition of trucking nut. So slippery box in the GF um, against a team that we had pretty good success with last time we met, but that doesn't mean anything because you got to go out there and you got to earn it. You yeah, go you got to win it. it. Yeah, yeah. Been moving forward to Tuesday night, Reservoir Field, Centennial Park, because of the imminent rain, well, predicted rain, rather, later in the week. They just want to get the grand finals won and done. Yeah, of course. You don't want to drag these things out like the podcast has today. Uh, you want to just, you know. You want to wrap it up, Chris Mark. If you can. If you can. Dave, is that all the dribbles? That's us for this week. Uh, shout out again to Kempi and Bloke in the Bar for having us in the studio. Uh, go Manly. Go Manly, Eddie. Go Manly, go. Go Manly, go. Premierships 2021. Turbo's hammy's coming back. Manly going to win the comp. Fuck everyone else. See you next week. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>